Welcome to the Zondra TV Audio Nation, where we bring you the most interesting topics and conversations from the Zondra TV Network family of shows. And now, let's join the conversation. Today, I have Mary Beal here in the studio, and I'm telling you, she is a consultant. She is an author. She is many things. But you know, sometimes we think, oh, is this really what I should be doing? I think God knows best. Welcome to the show, Mary. Thank you, Zandra, for having me. I'm so excited that you're here. You look beautiful. Well, thank you, thank you. And so do you. I love that red and black. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to have a little holiday something. All right, so Mary, tell me about you. I mean, I know a little bit about your background, but I'm so interested to know everything. Like, where did you get started with things, uh, your career, and and how you got to where you are today? Well, you don't have enough time for me to tell you the whole story, but I'll try and summarize. The short version. The short version. (laughs) The cliff notes. The cliff notes. (laughs) First of all, I was uh, born to uh, a very industrious mother. Okay. Who placed God first, and she taught us to place God first. She said, because if you do that, everything will fall in place. Yes, it will. And has it fallen in place for me? I can say, you know, I'm not ashamed of my age. September, I turned 75, and I am just elated to be able. (laughs) Okay, 75. Yes, yes. Not five, seven, seven, five. Okay. 75. Yes. Wow. You look amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you. God has been good. And he's given me this knowledge and energy, so I have to use it for humankind. Yeah. I just can't keep it for myself. Oh, I love it. Yes. So, so your career, what was your career like? My career, um, and I didn't know it at the time, but the Lord, when he said make a path for you and plans for you. Yes. Fortunate, I was agreeable with the plans and it materialized. Um, I went to school, went to um, a school operated by the Methodist Church, and it was a private school in Cordell, Georgia. It closed and I went to public school for two years. I graduated from a public school in Cordell. Mm-hmm. And from there, I went to historic Savannah State University, mm-hmm. where I made it, majored in business administration. Yeah. So that led me on a journey uh, to do an internship at Peace Corps in Washington, D.C. in my junior year in college. So I got this interest of going to Africa. First, as I thought I would go as a Peace Corps volunteer. That didn't happen. <laughs> But years later, well, I think within five years of graduating from Savannah State, uh-huh. I had an opportunity through Syracuse University to go on a summer a study program to East Africa. Wow. Well, they came back. I stayed there for three and a half years and worked for the Tanzania government. And so, <laughs> so. Okay, I went for two weeks and then I stayed three years. How many people didn't went somewhere for two weeks and stayed for three years? <laughs> So that was that was my path, you know, oh my and I goodness. enjoyed it. It was it was it. I can't even describe it. It was just a wonderful uh, experience. Wow! So adaptability is in your DNA. Yes, very much so. Being able to adapt because. 
for someone that's going over just for a short period of time and then you end up staying three years that tells me a lot about your ability to adapt and to really kind of get in where you fit in exactly <laughs> hey i'm a middle child so you know middle children have to do that or else they do the opposite so right. so you can prosper you know in situations like that it's so awesome so now let's kind of fast forward fast forward uh, because of Family Matters, I was summoned back to the U.S., and so I came back to the U.S., uh, got a job, went to work for private industry for a while, and then uh, I decided to work for the U.S. government. Mm. So I worked for the Department of Defense for 27 years. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. During that time, I had an opportunity to work in Europe. So I went and stayed in Europe for six years and worked in Europe. Oh, okay, where in Europe? <laughs> I got to know where because I, I worked in Europe. So tell me where. I, I worked in three different places in Germany. Oh, wow. Yes. So, so you, were, you were a mission, a woman on a mission. On a mission. But anyway, um, wow. my mother was getting older. My grandmother was um, also getting older. So I came back to Georgia and... Uh, I um, got an assignment in, in, uh, at a military installation down on the coast, but I could commute back and forth to my hometown yes. of Cordell. And my mother continued to age. And as she got older, you know, she needed someone to be a caregiver yeah. for her because sure. she was a phenomenal caregiver. She took care of everybody. Yes. But anyway, I thought it was her turn to get the care. So I yes. came back. First of all, I moved her to Savannah area with me for two years. Okay. That wasn't working out because she loved her hometown, mm -hmm. so I had to bring her back to Cordelia. So I retired early. Okay. And came back to my hometown of Cordelia, where I'm still. Nice. And but I still had this energy. I had this knowledge. I said, you know, I have to do something with this time. So I decided to start a consulting business. <laughs> okay. How long have you had your consulting firm? Well, I started it in 2007. But okay. I closed it down in 2011 because my mother's condition was getting okay. worse. She was 101 at this time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, she needed more care. So I, I closed understand. it down for a few years. But the law says you still got to go back. So in 2016, I started the consulting business again. again. Um, but did I hear you say your mother was 101? Yes. She just, okay, so there is definitely longevity in your family yes because you know when we were growing up my mother always told her told us that her great-grandmother grandma rachel lived to be at least 112 because she said when grandma she was 12 years old grandma rachel turned 112. oh my so so it's there and then she had several aunts and i know one aunt in particular she lived to be past 100. uh she had one sister to be 99 and some months <laughs> <laughs> okay all right, and you already told me what your age, and I'm like, I can't believe it. So here's the thing. Okay, the consulting firm. What do you do in your consulting firm? Well, I have basically two branches. Since I majored in business administration, uh -huh. I assist people with paralegal and, and, and business documents and just just administrative-type matters. Yes. You know, some people don't know how to complete forms. Some people do not know how to do any research. So I research matters and sometimes prepare letters for them. Mm. So that I do that type of thing on the administrative side. But on the health and wellness advocacy side, I do workshops, you know, I share knowledge on mm. vitamins and nutrients. Uh, I make juices and encourage people to do more juicing, yeah. you know, get the raw fruits and vegetables in to help their system naturally. 
instead of pumping, you know, pills and things that's, like that's that. That's that but, longevity right there. That's where it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> you over here juicing and teaching people how yeah. to juice. <laughs> yeah. Health and wellness. That's, yeah. that's so, really awesome. So just, just advocating that we can take care of our life, because you know, our health, because the body will heal itself if we take care of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I am in total agreement with you. In fact, you know, I don't eat anything out of a can or a bad packaged food. Mm -hmm. I don't eat, you know, I've never had, I didn't just start this. Mm -hmm. It's just been my thing mm -hmm. that everything I eat is fresh. So I cook everything on the fresh side. Mm -hmm. Well, I tell you, I'm interested to know more about your consulting and what you really do there. And I know you're an author too. We're going to take a real short break, but when we come back, I really want to talk about you as an author. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Yeah. So. Are you tired of hearing, I love it, but it's not in my budget. I just can't afford it. Let 133 Approved Funding give you the power to offer your clients multiple customer finance options. Have the resources to complete those big jobs and boost your high-end sales. With our simple one-page application, get results and your funding in as little as two minutes. Our team of qualified lenders allows you the power to lower your risk without discounting your products. Stop waiting. Visit 133getfunding.com and get started today. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. Y'all, we are back. We've been talking to Mary Beale, who has a consulting firm, and she does great things for the universe and for folks that's here, making sure that we are looking at how what we are ingesting in our systems and taking that more natural approach. And during the break, I even heard, I even think we talked about it during the show, her mother lived beyond 101. So listen, it works. It really works. So I wanted to talk to you, uh, Mary, about, you know, what else you do, because I know that you're you're an author, and I really want to start talking about you as an author and what that's all about for you. I'm glad you asked, because what motivated me was my mother. The first book wow. was about her. Oh, <laughs> It was Luella. Glad you asked. Glad you asked. <laughs> exactly. And because she was such an amazing woman. Mm. And so the title of the book reflects that. Luella Campbell, a force to reckon with. Oh, wow. And she was a force to reckon with. I love it. Because she had such stamina. She had such uh, outlook. She had such determination. Mm -hmm. And not only that, she had such love for God and faith. I love that. And it, it, it was just so uh, amazing as I, I watched her as a caregiver, looking at how strong she was in terms of her willpower and her willingness. And mm -hmm. not only that, she had this concern for others. She had companionship. I mean, she had compassion for, for, other people. for other people. I love that. And so it was just amazing to look. This is a lady that raised me. There's something great about her, and I just wanted to reveal that in the book, because awesome. she went through, she was born in 1910. Wow. Okay? Just think about all of wow. the changes that we've seen in the world mm -hmm. since 1910, mm -hmm. and the conditions under which they lived. Yeah, yeah. 
And so in the book, I try and share some wow. of the things that she experienced in terms of the old tin tubs that you used to wash, mm -hmm. the rubbos, the yes. old um, black wash pot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I, for kids, they have no idea, idea. about mm -mm. this. So mm -mm. this is reflected in the book. Oh, wow. So you you brought some history I brought in. some history Listen, in. Listen, that book, it's, what's the name of the book? Yeah. Luella Campbell of Forest to Reckon With. Not I only we were it. able to get some images so that they could have a visual. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, we need more more um, books. We need more information that preserves exactly. our heritage and um, to really kind of carry forth some of these things. Because if you look at the way the thing is going right now, people doing everything and then forgot about, you know, uh, you know, like they say, the old 100s. Mm -hmm. I always tell um, folks that you could tell when you, you know, you may go to a church and uh, as an example, and uh, they decide to sing, you know, at the cross. And you look around and you could tell, like, they don't even know this song. Exactly. I mean, you know, you're supposed to know this song. Exactly. I mean, this is part, part of your heritage, right? So I am a proponent for keeping uh, some things, um, I don't want to call it old. But it's our, it, it is definitely a our legacy. heritage and our legacy. Mm -hmm. So keep some things there so that people understand, you know, those songs were the songs that kept, you know, um, your great, great, great uh, grandparents, you know, as they were slaving in the field, mm -hmm. uh, kept them, you know, their minds stayed on God and be able to, you know, maneuver through that. So I love that you wrote a book about your mom. You know, I, I guess I kind of wrote a book about my mom in a way, too. Now that I'm thinking about it and talking to you, I, I wrote a, an anthology, uh, Moments uh, of, of a Caregiver, because I was the caregiver for my mom. Oh, we have something 15, in common. We yes. do, for 15 years. And I worked a corporate job and cared for her. Uh, she had Alzheimer's. Uh, but I could tell you this, I, I um, writing that book, and this is why I tell everybody, you got a book in your spirit. Writing that book helped to heal me from the pain and the hurt that I felt for 15 years and the many things that I gave up. So I applaud you for writing a book about your mom. Oh, my kids. Don't y'all hope y'all kids write a book about you? <laughs> they better write a book about me. <laughs> and, you know, Mother was such a family person. Yeah. I mean, not just her side, she but my father's side. So she kept both yeah. sides of the family united. Yeah, that's good. And so... That, and you don't find book, that today. Right. And really. the book reflects that. Yeah. You know, it reflects her, her in-laws as nice. well as her, her people. There are family charts in there so that people can see the yeah. genealogy. Yes. Because she was that source. Because she was the last one of her siblings to live. Mm. Her youngest sister died several years before okay. her. And so she was not alone, alone because she had a niece who was her playmate. She was like yeah. only three or four years older than this niece. So she wasn't totally alone, but she, um, yeah. for her age group. Mm, and, you know, yeah. and then she had a few friends like Mother Shazer, who is now living with us, uh, was one of her friends. And... As a matter of fact, it was her best friend's cousin. So that's how oh. the family got connected. Okay, now is this the most recent book? The most recent book. Okay, I got I got to talk about the most recent <laughs> book. I mean, I love talking about your mom's book because I think that that's amazing. And so I applaud you as a daughter 
um, to, to put that in print about your mother. Most people don't even want to say nothing good about their mama or, or even, you know, talk about their mom. And so I applaud you for doing that. Um, that that's, that's really uh, admirable uh, of you to do that. But I really, this last book that you wrote, the woman, I believe, is what, 106? No, 108. Oh, excuse me. She's 108 she and says she's, still living. Well, she says, I ain't but 108. That's her phrase. <laughs> I ain't but 108. I ain't but 108. Talk to me about that book that you wrote for this 108-year-old woman. I was sitting on her front porch with her one afternoon, and we got into a conversation about who we knew mm. in common. And so she mentioned one name. I said, you know, my, I know a uh, well, we call her Unhan. That was her nickname. Lucille Dixon was her cousin, mm -hmm. which was my mother's uh, high childhood classmate, schoolmate, uh -huh. yes. and friend mm -hmm. all of her life. Mm -hmm. So Unhan, uh, I said, well, you know, there's a picture of Unhan in the book that I wrote about mother. And she said, really? Let me see. I said, I went home and got the book and came back to her house. I said, and so I videotaped her going through this wow. book. And she was more interested. I said, just casually, would you like for me to write a book about you, Mother Shazer? She said, what would you say about me? I say a whole lot. <laughs> I know that's right. Hey, because when you didn't live 108 years, you better have something to say about me. Be like, I'm stuck on page two. No, <laughs> you should have a lot to talk about. So, so, so here's the thing. Do you hunt for these stories of people that are older and write these stories or it just falls in your plate? No, there's no such thing as happenstance. The Holy Spirit brings these things Come to on. Me. You know, Come on. I the like Holy that. Spirit, because I got another one waiting to, to have her story written. She's That's 102. Awesome. That's awesome. So, so, so how can people get a hold of you if they want to work with you? You know, you, you've got the two consulting areas. If they would like to work with you, how can they get a hold of you? Very easily. I have a website, and that website is mlbillconsultingllc.com. There you go. MLBL. That's Consulting. for Mary L. Bill. <laughs> LLC.com. LLC.com. And we have this thing that what? you got the real deal, the real bill. <laughs> okay, you got a whole bunch of taglines. I ain't but 108 or whatever. <laughs> I love it. This has been an awesome pleasure. So listen, I'm going to take a few minute, uh, minutes break. And uh, when we come back, I really want to talk a little bit more about that book uh, and show a couple of clips about it. So we'll be right back. See you soon. The number one tool for generational wealth is and always has been real estate. Property ownership is the most trusted financial security and there's so many benefits. Most people lack the information, education, and more importantly, the mindset to make real estate repeatable and profitable. Until now. Our step-by-step -step approach will give you the knowledge and tools necessary to help you grow your portfolio. Check me out, ToneRobinson.com. Watch this and so much more on Sandra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. Oh, yeah. Hey, y'all, we are back. 
And we've been talking to Mary Beal, who is a true inspiration. Uh, you know, I'm so um, just overwhelmed with joy about how she wrote a book about her mother. How many of us are thinking about writing a book for our mom? We, we can't even write the book that we have in our spirit for ourselves. I think that that is just amazing. So Mary, I congratulate you again for doing that. But I really want to talk about the 108-year-old that you're now uh, providing care to, but but you wrote this story. I, I, like, how I know it had to be pages of information. It's 108 years old. So how, what is the story about? Well, first of all, before we go on to Mother Shazer, let me go back to Mother for a minute. The second book was about my mother also. Oh, so you wrote two, two books, books about your yes, mom. Yes, the second one was like a sequel. Oh, my. Because she asked me a question before she transitioned. She said, will you help me cross over? I said, help you cross over what? She said, from earth to heaven. I said, well, I've never done that, but I'm sure the Holy Spirit will help me. Yes. And so the second book, that's the title, Help Me Cross Over from oh Earth my. to Heaven. And okay. so both of were a tribute and in honor of my mother. So. <laughs> okay, you just continue to blow me away. Okay. Might as well go and tell me what the third book is, and well, then the we go back to the fourth book. <laughs> yeah, wait, we would do that. The third book was I was invited to work with an anthology, and it's Achieving Results. Okay, very good. Achieving and that fits right in because, yes. you know, you all about getting results with right. small business or business and helping, you know, entrepreneurs right. mm -hmm. to be able to do what they need to do. So I just, you know, participated in that in terms of how, you know, I've been able to achieve results. So that was more geared towards me, not so much Mary, but just achieving results throughout life. Yeah. We are all achieve results. We just don't sometimes take time to so, recognize it. So do you consider yourself kind of like a ghost writer a little bit? But not really ghosty, but a writer? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Nonfiction writer, ghost writer, because I really wrote this for Mother Shazer. It's basically her book. Yes. You know, because I did the well, I did yeah. the leg I did the leg work for her. Sure. And but she provided the meat. So do you help other people that maybe have that block of, I can't really get together. I don't know where to start. Do you help with writing? Yes, I do help. I help okay. them with structure and I okay. try to encourage them because they have their thoughts and I try to make sure they capture that. That's and I try awesome. to encourage people to record it. And let me just back up a minute to tell you what got me started. I'm sure you probably remember, uh, familiar with this name, Miles Monroe. Absolutely. Miles Monroe said, everybody has one good book. Yeah, the, uh, 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 that's, you my man. Because <laughs> I say the same <laughs> thing. Right. You, everybody got one good that's book. That's the first person that I heard right. say that. He said, everybody has one good book. Yeah. And he also said that the wealthiest place in America is the graveyard. Because people did not share their ideas. So, exactly. so anyway. Exactly. That is my thought and my sentiment. But here's the thing. If people wanted to work with you to help get them started with structure for their book and getting that done, how do they get a hold of you? Reach out to me at mlbillconsultantllc.com. <laughs> I love it. Y'all need to reach out. Here's the thing. I think, and I think we, we probably share in this. Uh, and by the way, you said your aunt Hun 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 Dixon. Yes, Hun Dixon. Uh, that was my mom's. Uh, that was her um, nickname, Hun. Oh. So when you said that, I was like, Oh, that was my name, <laughs> Hun. Uh huh. Oh yeah. But at any rate, I, um, here's the thing. Everybody 
has a book in their spirit. And it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, self-help. It uh, you know We try to put it in those categories. Well, how's this going to help somebody? What is this going to do? But your life is a book. See, that's why people have life. Your yeah. life is the book. Yes. Write that book. I mean, oh. you can't write nothing else. I know you can say, <laughs> when I was five years old and I used to play well, in the backyard, I don't care. Write the book. Well, no, I'm, that's on the schedule. That's oh, being worked on. Okay, I figured it was. I, you know, I just played on into <laughs> that, that. Yeah, that's being worked on. But. So let's talk about, let's talk about the 108-year-old, because I want to get that up. I want to be able to, you know, show a couple of clips on that. Okay, I'll, I'll. I'll explain that. It's yeah. um, I'm trying to remember how many chapters. You know, you write, but you don't keep all of that yeah. current. But Mother Shazel was just so inspirational in terms of her attitude. She is so lively. She is so upbeat. And she motivates so many people. Uh, mm. You know, you can't go in her presence without feeling love. Amen. And, and it's, it, you know, awesome. even though she had struggles through her life, you would not know it by her demeanor. Mm. And that's that's what's so great about her. Yeah. And um, she evaluates situation. And at 108, her mind is so sharp. She evaluates things like it blows me away sometimes that she's already analyzed it. Oh wow! I'm telling you, she she it, it's it's amazing. Well, that's an inspiration to you to see that every day. You giving? I mean caregiving, not really caregiving. You got her, you know, in, you're in your home, you're providing. But the point I'm saying is that's an inspiration to you to just kind of keep going and keep moving oh, definite, forward, right? Definite. And your mom. Definite. That's awesome. Definitely. But you know how I refer to her? What? I say divine, divine, D-I-N-E, divine intelligence, worldly stubbornness. <laughs> You know, that's the, I gotta be, gotta have That's gotta be God. You, you know, you gotta have that thing like that. Because otherwise you'd be like, she's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, but uh, how to live well past 100 years is what I saw in Mother Shazer and, and several others. And I, I honor several other people in that book who has reached a, these status of centenary. What do you think the what do you think the you know the formula for that is? I mean, what is it? The formula for that are a number of things. Mm -hmm. First of all, putting God first. Uh, a healthy diet. Mm. Okay. Rest. Being around positive people. Getting sunshine. Okay. They they love fresh air and sunshine. Drinking Uncontaminated water, but drinking water, period. But you need uncontaminated water not okay. to get diseased. Because they will boil their water, okay? Mm -hmm. They they mm -hmm. used to a time when mm -hmm. when they did this. Yeah. And they prepare their own food. They didn't eat out a lot. They, you know, as they grew, they, they like you said, you prepare your food. Yes. They had a garden. Usually they had a garden. Yes. Some of them had raised their own chickens, you know. But they they did things. They worked. They were active. They were not just sedentary. Oh yeah. And so, okay. so that that helped. Okay. That's awesome. Mother Shays is still walking with a walker. Mm. And she just recently went to a walker. She had a cane, but she recently moved to a walker because her mobility is getting uh, yeah. slower. Yeah. But this morning I got a report that uh, she was up on the walker. I had her in the wheelchair earlier this week, but they said they rubbed her down last night. This morning she's up walking on the walker. So I say thank you, God. I know that's yeah. right. Well, what's next on the horizon for you? 
you know, I don't know what God has for me. You know, I just, you know, whatever you he has. Walk, right? I'm on with a faith walk, I tell you. Ain't nothing wrong with a faith walk. I'm on one, too. I don't know what's next. I don't know. You know, what some is. people ask me. They go like, you know, what's the next three to five years? And I was like, really? I, I just kind of chuckle because I really don't know what that is other than to continue to walk in what um, God's divine vision uh, is for my life and to do what uh, he has called me to do. And it sounds like you're doing the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. Which is a beautiful journey. And thanks to uh, the cyber world. We can do it from different places. Isn't that nice? Right. Isn't that nice? I know. You can be anywhere. You can be anywhere. You can be over there. Yeah. Um, I love it. How, now, again, I want to ask, um, if I was interested in getting the book, how would I get the books? Uh, Amazon.com. Okay, go to Amazon. Uh -huh. All right. And are they on your website as well? They're on my website as well. Okay. There's a, there's a publication page on my website that lists all of the books. Great. Okay. Great. MLBillConsulting.com. Mm -hmm. That's right. MLBillConsultantLLC.com. Oh, LLC. Mm -hmm. I left something out. You left something out. LLC.com. Oh, yes. Mary, it has been like amazing to have you here. It has been such a pleasure to meet you in person and to be here. <laughs> Oh, I'm pleased to meet you, too. Yeah. You look beautiful today. Thank you for everything that you're doing for our senior community. You're doing great things. And thank you for watching another episode of Real Biz Talk with Zandra, where I promise to showcase your business, not just in your local neighborhood, but nationally and globally as well. Till we meet again, as I always say, be the best you. Peace. Thank you so much. <laughs> great, great. Good. Watch this and so much more on Zandra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZandraTV.com.